You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Associate Professor Bronwyn Hemsley at the University of Newcastle to discuss the idea of using mobile technologies with patients who are unable to speak at the bedside. Welcome, Bronwyn. Hello, Dallas. Thanks for having me. Why did you and fellow researcher Bridget Sharp decide to delve into this area? Well, Bridget Sharp was a honours student here at the university and had an interest in communication technologies in acute care settings. Uh, For a long time now, our research group has identified a need for patients who have little or no speech. They might have cerebral palsy or have a stroke or a brain injury or they might be intubated, um, but they might have difficulty getting their message across because they're, because of their troubles with talking. So for a long time now, I've looked at how there might be communication aids that they can use, like communication boards, picture boards, alphabet boards, and even high-technology speech-generating devices. But there's been a lot of barriers to these systems for a lot of different reasons. So when mobile technologies came along and a lot of people started to have a smartphone um, 24-7 on their person, we started to think, well, maybe patients could have these technologies and maybe nurses have these technologies available too. But we didn't know if they would find it um, reasonable to be using these technologies for communication. So there's a lot of different communication apps available, um, but nobody has really looked at whether it's feasible for nurses on a day-to-day basis to just pull out their mobile phone or an iPad off the ward and use it to help communicate with a patient who can't talk. What impact did mobile technology have, have on these sorts of interactions in your study? What we did was we wanted to find out what nurses thought about using mobile technologies at the bedside and so we we did a survey and a focus group to ask people about, okay, is this feasible to do? What are the barriers and facilitators to using mobile technologies? What um, experiences have you had of using it? Is this something that you already do? And what we found was that nurses, um, yes, they thought it might be feasible to do, it might be a good idea, but they hadn't used these technologies a lot at the bedside. Some of the patients that we've talked to in the past have said that they do use SMS if they can't get their message across sometimes, that's those who are able to do that. Um, But on the whole, the nurses didn't really have a lot of training or experience in using the mobile technologies for talking with patients who can't speak at the bedside. One of the things that they also mentioned was that there were some policies in the hospital around the use of their their own mobile devices in that for some it was okay but for others there was a policy against them using a mobile device or their own phone. And uh, I suppose related to that is that the hospital wards didn't really have hospital-owned mobile technologies to use. So that might mean that nurses are in a bit of a state of not having the policy support to pull out their own mobile phone and use a simple communication application. Um, So in the context of that policy support, though, there were also some stories from nurses that they do, in fact, sometimes use their own mobile phones for, for clinical purposes that are aimed to help the patient. For example taking a photo of a wound and SMSing it to a medical staff. 
So where it's um, used for health purposes, it might not be in recognised in policy yet. So that was one of the things. Another one was that they wondered if they would have time to use it because um, a lack of time in communication is something we've we've looked into quite a lot. Um, and I guess that remains to be seen. If we had some further research that looked at actually trying to use systems, did it save nurses time by helping them to get the message across? Or was it simply not worth the time that was taken? That's something that we don't know yet. Based on, on the study, do, do you believe that there is a cause for mobile technologies to be used more widely in this context? Well, there might be some situations where, say, for example, the patient already is quite skilled at using a mobile phone and able to do so, then it might be something that's, um, that they're encouraged to do that. Um, and even that, that speech pathologists in clinical settings might advise which sort of apps could help that patient if they were to get that app onto their phone. So that's one thing that could happen that wouldn't necessarily impede upon the policies that already exist. Um, but I think in order for them to be used more, maybe people need a little bit more demonstration on how these systems would work. So that would mean, say, nurses who are familiar with using um, mobile technologies for communication or speech pathologists who are more uh, experienced, I guess, in matching what people need at the bedside with the technologies, then that might mean that nurses need a bit more support and training um, before they can be used more. But yes, I think there's room for not only mobile technologies, but also low technology communication aids. And in a way, people sometimes need many different ways to communicate. Um, so mobile technologies might be just one more option if they were available for people to, to try and use. What facilitators could there be for this type of communication? Well, we think that when patients have difficulty communicating, their family members can be a good support as well to communication. Um, so perhaps some other facilitators to better use of mobile technologies at the bedside could be having the patient use the system with the relatives and having the relatives demonstrate with nurses how that person usually communicates. So if a person already uses a mobile device at home, for example, and they come in as a patient, the nurse could think about this and say, right, well, do you have any communication aids at home? Could you bring them in? How do you normally use your communication aid? If the person already uses an iPad or a mobile phone or a speech generating device, the nurses can ask the relatives and the patient to demonstrate it for them. So that's one thing that can facilitate it is getting a little bit of help from other people. Um, the other thing would be, of course, having, having hospital policies and practices that support nurses to do this. So to do with hygiene, you know, between usage of patients, what's the, what's the procedures around that? To do with security and safety on the ward, where will the device be kept? How it will be kept safe? Um, and not removed from that person's usage, so it's handy. There's a whole lot of different environmental things to consider as well. Thank you for your time, Bronwyn. Thank you, Dallas.